A dull pencil beats a sharp mind any day. So as we talk about vision today, I want you to take your pencils, your pens, markers, highlighters, paper, poster boards, or whatever else you need to create visuals so that you'll have something to reference in the darker times. Something to remind you of your goals, your plans, your why. First of all, hi, Reggie Whitley here, excited to bring you episode whatever number this is of the Open Bulk Podcast with me. And so what I wanted to do this week, or this month rather, is to take a different approach. You know, I told y'all in the beginning, I'm just trying to get through this season. <laughs> as honest as it's going to get right there. I'm just trying to get through this season. And I, of course, as it was so much going on and so many changes and transitions and all of that. I didn't really have um, so many goals or so many things that I, not that I wanted to do, but that I felt the energy to actually make sure it got done. And so I just felt even, it was just during the recording last week or last the recording for last week that I had this idea um, to do January just vision month. So many people, what they do, millions, if not billions of people create New Year's resolutions. I've made some, I'm sure you have as well. And when we look at those New Year's resolutions of years past, a lot of the times we can honestly say we didn't do them. We didn't complete them. We may have started, but by, you know, maybe April or May, if we made it that long, we gave up on them. We maybe even forgot about them or things that happened and we just didn't have the fight in us to get back on track. We got off track and just stayed off track. And so what I wanted to do this month was take a different approach. So many times people make these resolutions or goals and they make them just so outlandish, so big and so almost impossible to reach that it's like we're reaching for the stars, but we don't have a ladder that's big enough. We have to start somewhere. If we don't start with the big of it all, we have to start somewhere and work our way up. So that is why I wanted to make this month for the podcast, just Vision Month. And so what we'll do is we'll talk about 12 different things, different areas that we can look at as far as our lives are are, are concerned as it pertains to vision. And so I've done a lot of research in time space. I always tell people, you know, if I wanted to do a year of um, teachings, I could go for the longest and not have to do any kind of studying or any kind of research or anything because I have years and years and years of notes of research that I've done, of things that I've collected throughout the years. And it's just sitting on my computer. And one of the biggest things is vision. And so I wanted to share it with you um, this month because I just want one of the purposes I say it all the time. One of the purposes that I started this podcast is because I wanted to create a platform where we go on a journey together. Let's do life together and let's master it together. If I want to master life myself, why not bring people along with me? Why not give people a few tips that I use or, you know, let's, let's do it together. So we're about to do vision together for the year 2021. During this four-week process, I want you to make vision boards or journal down what you want your visions to be. Like I said, we're going to go through 12 
areas. And so I want you to create something that you can look at so you can see the 12 areas of, of change that you want to see in your life. How would you like to see things in these areas? I don't want you to just think it. I want you to actually write down or create these visions for your life. I want you to do that because vision is so powerful, not just thinking it, but seeing it is so powerful. Vision is one of the most powerful things because by it, lives are enhanced, um, purpose is actualized, and potential is maximized. When you write down your vision, you literally write what you intend to do. It's just that simple. What you see, you write it down or, or you create it. You copy and paste it. You glue it from the magazine article on the board. You have to do it just because you need visuals. Seeing your vision gives you the ability to defy odds that have been stacked up against you, either that have been stacked up against you by others or that have been stacked up against you by yourself. Vision can literally shift your personal, professional, and spiritual life. And this month, I just want to challenge you to become a visionary for your life. So many times we operate as others would have us to operate, but I want you to become a visionary for your own life. Visionaries predict and provoke the future. And this is what we're going to do for our lives this year in 2020. It is often said that the world is full of people who fall into three, one of three categories. People who either watch change take place, people who help facilitate change, and people who cause change to happen. In the month of January, we'll begin to do the work to cause the change to happen in your life so that you can live the life that you were intended to live. Of course, writing these things down, exploring our wants, desires, and what we believe to be our life's purpose, it's just the first step. You know, this whole thing is not going to fix everything all at once, but what it will do is remove self-imposed limitations and lids that we've placed in our own life. You know, a lot of the times we put lids on ourselves and we keep trying to go higher, but we're hitting that glass ceiling. We can see what we want. We can see what we are aiming for. That's why it's a glass ceiling, but we can't get there because we have to break that lid. And so that's what we're going to be doing in order to experience a tremendous amount of success and prosperity this year and forevermore. This is something that you can do just for one year. I know people who have written their visions down, their goals down, their aspirations for 20 years, the next 20 years of their life. So you can do this for year by year to year, and then you can do this for the next five years, the next 10 years, the next 20 years. But we're going to go ahead and get started with just 2021. Today, we'll go through three areas, and I'm not spending a lot of time on them because this is something that has to be done by you on your own time, in your own way. Um, I'll just give you the basics and a few things that I have to say about it, and you can, of course, take these down and go about filling in these questions or adding on to them or taking away however you need, but the first one that we're going to talk about is personal identity. Stephen Furtick once wrote, if our identity rests on the outcome of our efforts, we're setting ourselves up for insecurity. I cannot tell you how many people are living in insecurity or an identity crisis 
For the main reason, because they have based their identity, they see themselves as what they have done, or they see themselves as what they have accomplished or what they haven't accomplished. So many people base their identity on, have I gotten this done? Where am I by this time in life? By age 30, I wanted to be at this place. Am I there? By age, whatever. I wanted to be there and I didn't meet that goal. By now, I should have been of this. By now, I should have had that. And we base our personal identity on that. But that isn't personal identity at all. Your personal identity are things like, you know, what are your likes and dislikes? It's just as simple. What are some things that you like? What are some things that you dislike? What are some things that are your strengths? What are some things that are your weaknesses? What do you want to own? Do you want to own a house? What kind of house do you want to own? Do you want to own a business? What kind of business would you like to own? Do you want to own horses? <laughs> do you want to own a dog? Um, what do you want to accomplish? Describe your dream career, your dream uh, business, your dream home, your dream car. All of these things make up your personal identity. Not if you're going to get it or not. Not if you've gotten it or not. I don't care how old you are. I, I say this as a young person, but I feel that there is time for everybody to do something. I've seen people who are in the news who are in their hundreds and they're still doing hair. I've seen people who, because that's that's who they are, that's what they love. And that's not for everybody, but I've seen people who are in their 70s and they start a church. I've seen people who are in their 90s and they start a new business and it's successful. I've seen people who are later in life that start having children, whether it's adoption or whatever, you know, just because you don't reach a certain goal at a certain point doesn't mean that your identity should be shattered. It's okay to have your wants, your desires, your goals to have this by this time. That's why we're doing this this month. But that isn't your identity. Your identity is who you are as a person, not who others have created you to be, not who others have molded you to be. There are so many people who live in the shadows of their families in the shadows of all of their family desires, their family traditions, their their friends' goals. You know, they adopt these goals from celebrities that they like and they hide in those shadows. But is that really who you are? Or did you just see somebody else do it and it looked good on them so you wanted to try it? That's why a lot of people wear clothes that they shouldn't wear. Or is it something that you just felt that you wanted to feel what they felt, or maybe you were just trying to keep up with everybody else. And so you changed who you were to become who they were. That's why you're not getting anywhere because you're not them. You're you. There's only one you. You can't do what other people do. And you can't allow others to force you into becoming who they want to become. I talk about this in my book that's coming out whenever it comes out. You know, this ain't like the big reveal. Even at the end of this, it's not going to be like, oh, if you want to know more about identity, if you want to know more about vision, get my book. No, I don't know when it's coming out still. But I can tell you, in one of those chapters that I've already written, I talk about how there are so many people who are lawyers because, you know, their dad is the lawyer of the family. And their dad's dad was a lawyer. And before that, it was a lawyer. And now you feel that you have to be a lawyer so that you can run the family business. There are some people who have the same mentality about ministry, about church. I have to go into ministry to run or keep the family business, which is a church, going. Um, there are so many people who have family members who 
were in sports and they got injured and now they're pushing that sports on them or people who are in um, fraternities or that's a soror. I know I'm going to make y'all mad now, but I don't care because people get mad about those fraternities and stuff. But who are in fraternities and sororities, however you say that word, and their parents push that up on them. I want you to be this. I really need you to be this. You know, that's what I am. That's what you need to be. Or I wasn't able to become that in college. So that's what you're going to become. And I'm going to mold you to be that. Mm, no, 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 no. If that's not what you want to do, you have to discover who you are, what you want outside of what outside forces are trying to get you to become and trying to get you to do. That is personal identity. And until you do that, you will never live an authentic life. So in part one, personal identity, I want you to answer those questions. Figure out, search yourself. What is it that I like and don't like? Even down to the foods that you eat. Do you know that you can eat certain foods because maybe your spouse or your best friend or your parents like that certain food? So you eat it because they like it. But really, truly, you don't even like it. Isn't that insane? Isn't it insane that we mold ourselves, change ourselves? We go to certain restaurants to keep other people happy, but we really don't like that restaurant deep down. I will never forget. See, we're going to stay professional and we're going to stay nice for the entire month of January around. Let's the Lord shift me in another place to make me act up. I will never forget the year was, I believe it was about 2016. And I had, if not 16, maybe 15. I'm leaning more toward 15. And I had a group of friends. One, two, three, four. I see y'all right now. I don't even see you in the spirit. I see you in my mind because I still remember exactly who you are. And I'm going to do your favor and I call you out. And I, I remember I was doing my summer program that year. Ugh, working hard. Lord have mercy. Just working hard. Y'all know my summer program. Maybe you don't know. I was breaking up fights. I was balancing the money. I was I was doing it all. I was doing it all. And my friends were like, well, when you get off today, we want to take you out to eat. We're going to take you to a restaurant. I was like, whoopee. <laughs> so excited. People don't really do stuff like that for me. I'm ultra excited. Let's go out to eat. Um, my birthday, I don't really, if I got, I always say, if I have to plan it down to even if you ask me what I want, I ain't doing nothing because I'm not planning a thing. If I wanted to plant something, I planted myself and threw it myself. And so when they said that, I was really excited. So they messed around and asked me, what restaurant do I want to go to? Number one, I'm not planning anything myself. So I'm not planning the birthday dinner. Number two, everyone knows I'm the worst person to ask what you want to eat. I never know. I never know what I want to eat. I never know what restaurant we're going to. When I'm going out with friends or family, I ask them to tell me in advance if it's a restaurant that I haven't been to before. That way I can Google it, even if it's just on the way there. I'm Googling their menu so that I can know what I want, because if I don't, we'll be sitting in the line forever. Okay, so that's my thing. Um, not really good in the restaurants area. Do you know those one, two, three, four took me to a Mexican restaurant? Mm-hmm. I almost forgot why I told this story because I'm mad all over again. I have to forgive. They took me to a Mexican restaurant. Everyone who knew me at that time, I eat it now. But I would not eat Mexican. I, I didn't like Mexican restaurants. Everyone knew that. But I, in that moment, compromised. And I said, you know what? What I'm going to do? I'm going to eat this Mexican restaurant. And I'm not even going to say anything. 
But then they tried it again. They tried it again to take me to another Mexican restaurant. And it was in that moment that I said, wait a minute now. <laughs> Seems like y'all are trying to do something that's like changing me. It's very small. But if I let you change me in this small area, I don't know where you're going to try to take me next. And so I had to put it into it. You know, I don't eat Mexican restaurants. No offense to them. I just don't be knowing what to order. I get confused. And I took French in school. Now, if we go into a French restaurant, that's another thing. Because I can read everything just fine. Not really. But hey, but I just wasn't a fan of Mexican but that's something that I feel, I see it a lot, I hear about it a lot, you know. I didn't really want to go here. I didn't really want to do this, but this is what they wanted to do. I didn't want to do this. but And that doesn't mean that you have to get your way all the time. You just have to know who you are, what you like, and be able to stand on it. Now, sometimes you may have to compromise because, you know, I don't expect people to just, I tell people, if you want to go to Mexican, like I said, I eat it now. But then I would tell them, you want to go to Mexican, that's fine. Just don't include me. But I don't feel that it is my responsibility to change who I am to better accommodate you or anyone else on this earth. That is because I know my personal identity. And day by day, year by year, whatever, decade by decade, I'm changing and I'm understanding what my identity is outside of outside forces, standing on it, accepting it, and living in it. And daring anybody to change it. So I want you to figure out what is it that you like? What is it that you don't like? What is it that you want? What identifies you? What makes you who you are to the core? Not who you are for others' pleasure, but who you are yourself. Who God created you to be. That is your personal identity. This is the year to discover your personal identity. Number two. Personal growth. Shonda Rhimes once said, you can waste your life drawing lines or you can live your life crossing them. I love that quote, especially for personal growth, because so many people feel that they have capped out as far as growing in certain areas where they have capped out as far as education. Well, I'm too old to do this. I'm too old to achieve this. I'm too old to go back to school. I'm too old to learn these new skills, these new uh, talents, or these new trades. I don't believe, again, I say this is very young, but I don't believe anybody is ever too old or too anything, really. You have to cross the line that you have drawn because so many times that line that is drawn, we draw it ourselves. Even if society says you can't grow anymore or you can't learn anymore or this is why you won't be able to do this, we are the actual ones who draw the line. We draw it based on what others have said, yes, but they don't draw it. We do the drawing. And so it is time, I believe, to cross the lines as it pertains to personal growth. What are your educational goals for 2021? What do you plan to achieve as far as enrichment and mental and spiritual and um, emotional knowledge that you want to gain? What books would you like to have? What books would you like to read? What books would you like to write? Um, what are some of the types of seminars that you will find beneficial or the type of conferences? Everything is virtual and mo most things, rather. Most things are virtual now. It is the time, it's the perfect time, I believe, because all of these conferences, you know, so many times we see these big events, these big 
uh, summits and stuff. And a lot of times we stand there we're like, oh, I would love to go to that or I would love. And we often use as an excuse, but look at the location. I'm going to have to travel there. Um, when I get there, I'm going to have to buy food. I'm going to have to uh, possibly rent a car. Then you would travel as a rental car or gas or insurance or whatever. And then you have to look at also, you know, I'm going to have to get a hotel room when I get there or an Airbnb. And that's an extra fee. And, oh, I have to take off work. You don't even have those excuses anymore this year. So many of these great events that have been um, in person are now virtual. So many people, now is the time. Now people are doing all these webinars. Some of them are free, so you don't have to look at the finances. A lot of these webinars are free. A lot of these classes, these courses that you can take are free. A lot of them are coming from some Ivy League schools, believe it or not. If you do your research, you'll learn that a lot of Ivy League schools are offering free or extremely inexpensive courses that people can take right on their computers, maybe even on their phones. Watch things on YouTube. You know, I tell people all the time, you don't have to do some big expensive class. It's 20, when well, now it's 2021. You can literally turn on YouTube and learn almost everything that you want to learn. Y'all know I have a little addiction, right? I have a little addiction to TikTok. I love TikTok. But it's not all fun and games when there are so many people who are on there who are teaching, who are giving step-by-step. So many people who are even in their classrooms or in classroom settings with the dry erase board and they're writing down things on the board and they're saying, pause, hit the pause button to freeze your screen so that you can take a screenshot of this knowledge. And they're giving this stuff out for free. Another thing right now is Clubhouse. If you have the Clubhouse app, all you have to do is find, I just discovered in it the other day, because your boy's on Clubhouse, to God be the, don't, don't get me. Come back. Stay right. Let's not act up. So your boy's on Clubhouse now. And so I just recently discovered that you can even go on here to the little explore page. And you can not only find, you know, type in people who you may like, people whose books you read and things of that nature and see if they're on there and follow them. But you can also find conversations about technology, about entertainment, about art and faith and wellness and life and world affairs and places and hustle as far as um, pitch practices, small businesses, networking, real estate, all of these things you can find on, on the Clubhouse app. And I think that that is incredible because you have so much at your fingertips. What are you, are you using your phone just as entertainment or are you using your phone as personal growth? There is no reason why you shouldn't be growing personally. And so I want us to expand our minds. I want us to expand our minds and say, because I have all of this accessible to me at my fingertips, much of it for free, how am I going to personally grow this year? How is my education going to grow? Education growing doesn't mean that you're enrolling back in college, although that's the way to do it. It doesn't mean that you go to a paid $1,000 class um, for however many hours they let you come in and they have the experts to talk, although that's a great way to do it. Your personal growth could just expand and your educational goals can be achieved through going on certain apps like Facebook has so many groups. Um, YouTube, like I said, has so many things, courses and things on there. There are so many ways that you can grow personally. 
The reason why you need to grow personally is because how will you get where you want to get without the knowledge? Knowledge is key. So many people look at the degrees. You know, now we're going into a phase. I don't know if y'all realize it or not. And a lot of people don't accept it, especially people with a lot of degrees. Um, but don't get mad at me. I'm just a messenger. We're going into a time when people literally are not looking at degrees. I've been saying this for years. You know, I have learned not to brag about myself at all, but I've learned that a lot of the stuff that I used to say that people just didn't listen to, I'm seeing it like crazy now. And I'm just like, oh, man, these silly, silly people. I've been talking about online church for years. I mean, I think since 2016, 2016, how there was going to be a surge of people who are going to just be watching church online. And there, you know, we, we're not going to have as many people in the pews, how whole churches. And literally, I, I found my PowerPoint. I did a whole class on it in 15 or 16, how whole churches were going to shut down and they were going to be um, either you're going to have remote sites where people are watching service on the screen, or you're going to have sites where they just have the little sanctuary and the pastor's going to go up there and preach where people are going to be watching from their homes. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, I was saying that COVID's going to happen or that. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying there are certain things that have been going on that we should have known already. Uh, one, I said that to say back to the education, there's, we're coming into a time now where people are looking more so at your knowledge and your experience over your degrees. And so I had a friend the other day who told me um, that she wants to go back to school. I mean, after, after Blue, and I'm just like, I think I hollered at her because my initial reaction sometimes is hollering. Um, and my hollering sometimes like, you what? <laughs> and I had to catch myself. And I, was, I had to pull myself back and I said, you know, I really didn't mean it like that. Um not toward you, but why do you not dogging anybody out for wanting to go back to school at all? But there are certain people who, why do you want to go back to school? To get more debt? Mm -hmm. Because what you are trying to learn, you can learn it for free. And I said that to say, I don't want people to say, well, I have student loan debt, or I'm not eligible for financial aid, or I can't get any more student loans because I don't want any more loans. That's not an excuse. There are so many resources that's out there. All of them aren't expensive. And a lot of them, some of the ones, you got to do your research. But some of the ones that are free and inexpensive are from credible people. So let's not draw the line because we can't afford education. Personal growth can be free as it pertains to finances. But it is going to take your time. It is going to take your dedication because when you don't have an actual curriculum and teachers that you have to go to, you hold yourself accountable. That's why I want you to write it down for number two. What is it that you want to learn this year? How is it that you want to enhance your life this year? You've been talking about doing real estate. Okay, let's take some real estate classes this year. Write it down. You want to go into ministry? Let's buy some ministry books. Let's get into the Bible more. Let's enroll in a ministry class this year. There's so many things that can be done. So let's cross the line that we've drawn for ourselves and let's get some personal growth this year because the more personal growth you get, the better your future will be, the brighter your future will be because you will have all of this knowledge that you're soaking up from these experts. They're literally giving it away. So, you know, there's no excuse. 
And the third point and the final one for today of the 12 of this month is recreation and renewal. So many people, when they do vision boards, when they look at their goals for the year and all of that, they don't really look at recreation. They don't really look at renewal. Um, but it's so important, and I feel like that's one of the reasons that so many goals fail to happen. When you don't look at your renewal or your recreation, you aren't really looking at your health. Your health is more than your eating, what you eat, and what you drink, and uh, how much you exercise and the vitamins you take. Your health is also your mind and your body rest. One of the things that I love that Thomas Jefferson once said is leave all afternoons for exercise and recreation, which are necessary, as necessary as reading. He goes on to say, I will rather say more necessary because health is worth more than learning. You know, I look at this as the best analogy I can come up with that I just thought of is when you have a car, you know, everyone has a different workload. That's why you shouldn't let people make you feel guilty because you feel tired or exhausted or that you can't handle certain things because every person's body is built to handle a different workload. What some people may be able to handle, other people may not be able to handle. Um, and that doesn't make you a weaker person. You are just built differently. And so with this quote and with that, I came up with the analogy a second ago about um, cars. You know how you can have a car and your car can run hot. Um, I don't know much about cars, but I know that when you're driving, I've had cars to run hot on me before. And I'll be just driving and minding my own business and going up the highway and everything's fine and everything's looking good. And I look down at the dashboard and I notice that the light is on and I see that that line is all the way over to the red. I've had a car go beyond the red. It was so hot and it runs so hot. And because the music was playing and it wasn't even loud, but the music was playing and everything, everything seemed fine. But what I didn't know is that although everything seemed fine with the car, because it was running hot, I was doing more damage under the hood than I realized. And so some of that can be long-term damage. It can be damage that can cause you to not only um, have to get your car repaired, but sometimes to have your car unrepairable. And so that is just like people as it pertains to um, recreation. I believe that people need to have recreation and renewal, and that is why it's important to have on your vision board, in your notes, however you see it, what is it that you like to do for fun? What is your dream vacation? How often do you need to take breaks? How often do you need to have vacations? So many people feel like that they'll just take a vacation when they want to. I'll take a break when I want to or when I feel that I can't go on anymore. But the more you go, the more frustrated you'll be. Your work will end up reflecting your frustration. Your interaction with people will end up reflecting your frustration. Some of the greatest people that I know take yearly breaks. They take a break. They go on a vacation. They go on a sabbatical, whatever you want to call it. They stop everything. They have it set up in place to where they are able to go about and have some renewal because they understand the importance of restoring your body in rest. Even God rested in the Bible in Genesis. So rest is biblical. It is okay. It's so bi biblical that Psalms 127 and 2 says it is really senseless to work so hard from early morning to late at night 
toiling to make a living for fear of not having enough. God will provide for his lovers even while they sleep. And until we get that in our minds, we'll keep working and we'll keep striving. And there's nothing wrong with working. There's nothing wrong with striving. We don't want to get lazy. We don't want to get complacent. But there has to come a time of rest, of recreation, of renewal. What does that look like for you? Analyze your body, analyze your mood, analyze your emotions, even ask people around you. Some people, believe it or not, some people around you can tell you, you know, around the holidays, you get kind of down and out or around the summer months, you get kind of stressed and snappy. You have to ask people and then analyze it in yourself to see, okay, what is it that I need to do? What is it that I need to put as far as a vision for rest? Believe it or not, some people, like I just hinted at, Around the same times of the year, they get these emotions, they get these feelings, and some of it is because of like anniversary stuff. You know, a lot of people don't even realize that they feel certain things around anniversaries, like people who've lost a loved one. They may not even remember as they're approaching that date. They may even remember, okay, I'm approaching the date of the anniversary of that loved one that I lost. But something in their emotions is like it connects to that time of year. And I think it's a spiritual thing. They connect to that time of year. And as they get closer, their mood changes. Even people who have had traumatic experiences. Um, and I won't go into full detail because I don't want to, you know, trigger warning or anything. Let's set off any triggers. But certain people have had traumatic experiences as they inch closer. If they haven't just been delivered from that end and moved on from that, as they inch closer to that time of the year, I remember, case in point, I remember this this um, person that I watched, she said that she didn't realize why she was getting so angry. She said that she was just getting angry and she didn't know what was going on. And so she went, she talked to a, a mentor friend of hers and they prayed and everything. And then she said it was a year later, she called that friend again and she was like, hey, I don't know what's going on with me. I'm feeling so angry. I have no grace for people. I'm really snappy. You know, I try not to even go out in public as much because I don't know what I'm going to say to people. And it took that mentor friend to say, you called me around this same date last year with this same complaint. And she was like, I don't remember that. She was like, yeah, you did. You called around the same time, this same month. And it took the friend to say, when did this particular event happened to you and she told her when it happened and she said well did you just hear what you said it we're literally days away from the anniversary of that thing that happened to you that really messed you up so that means that you haven't fully healed from it and around the anniversary time although you don't realize it in your mind you are coming up on that anniversary and your emotions are reflecting those emotions that you had back then this is why we have to analyze ourselves. We have to see, okay, and, and you know, although we're talking about vision, we, of course, want to be healed and all that stuff, but even with work, there are certain times of the year with certain jobs, certain careers, they get a little more hectic. Even if it's not hectic with the company, there's a certain time that you just feel exhausted. I mentioned uh, a couple of episodes ago around maybe October, November, no matter what I'm doing or what I'm not doing, around those months, for some reason, I just feel exhausted. I just feel depleted. And normally I can just pick back up around December or I normally just make it, just let me just cross over to the next year. We'll work on it in January. 
And, you know, that, that for me, I realized that. So to me, I say, okay, when you're coming up to those months, perhaps you need to plan a trip or perhaps you need to plan a getaway. Take some time off of work and just make sure that that's just set in stone already. Although we're not there yet, we're just going to bank on it to happen. We don't want it to happen, but we'll just be preventative a little while before that month comes. Let's take some time to just relax and be renewed. So that is the thing that I think that a lot of people forget about adding to their vision boards. What is it that you want to do? What is it that you see being your renewal or your recreation for this year? It doesn't just have to be a vacation. It can be a hobby. It can be a game that you play on your phone that gives you relaxation, that eases your mind. It can be a show or a movie on the weekends. You can watch a movie or just just have a, a whole movie day. Make your Saturday. We're not doing anything on Saturdays besides stay in the bed, watch movies, eat ice cream, you know, eat, I don't know, apples if you're healthy or lactose intolerant. I don't know. Whatever it is that you like to do that eases your mind. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a big vacation. It can be something small, something that you do throughout the year so that you never get to the point of needing a vacation. One of my goals is, and you notice I'm not even going into details about my own visions and stuff, but one of the my goals and things that I have is to build a life that I don't need a vacation from. So many people live this, and I've been saying this for years, because so many people live a life to where they have to go on vacation. You know, during the summertime, I need a vacation, or during the summer. And I would love to build a life for even in, for me, October, November, where I don't get tired. Where throughout the year, I take time to um, build relationships that feed me and do things, pick up hobbies that relax me, that comfort me, that make me feel um, restored, that renew my strength. And as you do it throughout the year and just include it in your everyday life, you'll never live a life where you have to go on a vacation at a certain time of the year. doesn't mean you're not going to go on one. It just means that it'll never be a time when you feel that you have to get away. I got to get away. I'm at my breaking point. We want to build a life to where under this recreation and renewal, we never feel like we have to get away because we're at our breaking point. What is it that you have to do to create that life for yourself this year? Getting to your breaking point is not normal. It's not something that you you should expect to happen. Even when it comes to telling people stuff, you know, a lot of times when people do stuff, we want to tell them off, but we don't say nothing. And then we get to that breaking point, we can't hold it. That's not normal. You're getting ulcers and stuff. That's why it says it's so important to relax. It's so important for recreation because it's more important than learning or reading because it is something that if you don't get it, your body will break down. You're taking away years from your life. And all of this that you're doing, you're not going to even live to see it fully come to fruition because you're taking years from your life because you just grind and you just hustling. You're just going hard. There's nothing wrong with a little grind and a little hustle. That's nothing wrong with going hard. But you have to know there comes a time when you have to rest. I have a friend who just said to me the other day, he said he felt like he was being lazy or something. He said that he normally does this and does that and all of this. And he just hasn't felt like doing it. And I was like, you know that there's nothing wrong with that, right? 
There's nothing wrong with taking a break. When you go and you go and you go all the time, there's nothing wrong with taking a break. And a lot of the times, if you're anything like me, you condemn yourself. You are so hard on yourself. And you say, you know, I need to do more. I need, I'm so hard on myself. When I watch TV, I'm like, I can't even enjoy the TV show because I'm thinking you need to be writing a book. You need to be preparing for this next application coming up for the school. You need to be building this. You need to be reaching out to this person. I could be sitting there on my TikTok, which relaxes me. TikTok is my therapy. And I could be on it, and I'll be on the four-way. I'd be like, oh, man, why did I just spend all this time on here? Man, in that time, I could have been doing this. I could have been doing that. Now, there's nothing wrong with holding yourself accountable. But you can't go and go and go. You're not the Energizer Bunny. And if you've ever had those batteries, they die out as well. And so you have to take the time to say, it's okay. I can take a break today. I can take a break this week. I've been going hard all these months. Let me just take a week break. And there's nothing wrong with it. Give yourself time to relax. Give yourself time for recreation. Give yourself time for renewal. So whether you're creating a vision board or a goal chart or just keying it in your phone or writing it down on paper or however you're doing it, if you're using words or pictures from the Internet or magazines, however you're doing it, by now you should have what you need to get started with three of the 12 points that we're going to go over this month. Personal identity, what are your likes and dislikes, your strengths and weaknesses, who are you at the core outside of who others want you to be? Your personal growth, what is it that you want to learn, what books do you want to read, what seminars, classes, courses, uh, conferences would you like to attend to grow personally, to grow your knowledge, to grow your skill, to enhance your life? What does that look like and how would you like to do it? And recreation and renewal, which is number three. How is it that you see yourself renewing or restoring your body, your mind, your health, your strength? What is it that you're going to do throughout this year? How do you see that happening? How do you see you not being depleted? How do you see you not reaching your breaking point? What is it that you're going to do to make sure that you avoid burnout in 2021? So you have, again, personal identity, personal growth, and recreation and renewal. I wanted to start with these three because they are so important because it's important to start with yourself. So many times we look at everything else. We look at people. We look at family. We look at friends. We look at the children. We look at the spouse. We look at um, the cat, the dog, and the fish. And then we look at the job. And then we look at the responsibilities in ministry. And then we look at all of this. And then we look at ourselves. I wanted to break that. And we're starting with ourselves. And so again, this week, let's focus on ourselves. You have a whole week. We can call this Monday morning application. You have a whole week to apply this to your life to create. Well, you're applying it now because I know you're thinking your wheels are turning. But you have the rest of the week until next Monday to create whatever it is that you have to create to answer these questions and to dig down deep. Don't be shallow and don't make it something that's impossible. You know good and well you're not going to Cancun three times this year because you went to Cancun one time three years ago and it was the best time of your life. You're not going to Cancun three times this year. We're in the midst of a pandemic. 
And is that even realistic to go to Cancun three times this year? Is that even necessary? Let's make realistic goals, realistic visions. Through these realistic visions, you are again shifting your life. Through these realistic visions, what you're doing is you are defying the odds and you're um, breaking through the glass ceilings. Through these realistic visions, you're building your personal growth, your spiritual growth, and your um, professional growth. And so we're just going to be provoker, provokers of change, provokers of of our futures being greater, and I'm excited for you. I'm excited to hear what you have come up with. If you want to email me, you know how. You should know how. If you don't know how, go to RidgeWheelie.com. No, don't go there. Don't go there. We're doing work on that one. Go to RWPodcastNetwork.com. Reach out to me there. I'd love to hear from you. Until next week.